everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to talk about Season 5, Episode 7, Text, Lies, and Videotape. more scandalous than it let on yes and i also you got to talk to the hbo max episode summary intern because mm-hmm. they let me tell you um hbo max episode summary says as dawson begins therapy joey looks for the self-confidence to voice her opinions while pacey discovers the truth behind danny's affair so that's a spoiler also he already knew about the affair, and I don't think Joey left with the self-confidence to voice her opinions. Because <laughs> yeah. every time she was like, am I stupid? No, you're not do stupid. Do I deserve to be here? Yes, absolutely you do. If Pacey can own a boat in the Boston Harbor, I think you can go to a measly little Ivy League school. Yeah. You're in this. You're in this. Yeah. Um, this episode gave me the ick, as the kids say, many, mm-hmm. many times throughout. And as you can guess, it all relates to Professor Wilder. Uh-huh. But we will get there. Indeed, we will. Um, first, I'm going to tell you facts about this episode that I knew immediately and didn't have to right now look up and buy time as I looked them up. This episode first aired November 21st, 2001. It was written by Karen. Luiki, and directed by Marita Garabag. <laughs> you really struggled with those names. Yeah, <laughs> and I did, in fact, just look them up just now. <laughs> Forgot to do it earlier. Um, oh, I have an update for our tens of listeners. Oh, let's hear it. I have not yet watched Trophy Wife, but I'm oh. going to soon. <laughs> Great. But I'm not... You guys can all relax now. You can all unclench. Yeah, I'm not worried. It's going to hold up. I just haven't watched it yet, but it's going to hold up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, great. Thank you so much for that update. I'm waiting, sort of like I'm waiting to watch The Whale. I just know it's going to be so exceptional. I know that it's going to, like, emotionally fuck me up, so I'm, like, really waiting for a time where I can spend the time being emotionally fucked up more than normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, um, yeah. And that's what people say about Trophy Wife. (laughs) It's just, Uh, you know what's weird is the whale, SAG didn't send out screeners for it. Hmm. I wonder if that was a choice. Must have been. It adds to the mystique. I guess. Mm. Gold Oven. Uh, Because I wanted to steal it. I want to go watch it. But I guess now I had to go to the theater. I'm not going to pay for a movie. I mean, everyone should pay for movies. Should we, though? Seeing a movie is like 20 bucks now. It's too expensive. Yeah. Gold Remember open. when we were younger? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me. Movies were like $8. Like literally $8. And now it costs the same amount of money to go see a movie in a theater as it does to go through the Lincoln Tunnel. That's how much it costs to go through the Lincoln Tunnel? It's $16 currently as of today. Why? January 31st, oh. 2023. <laughs> yeah, it's <Why>? insane. <laughs> okay. 
That's silly. I'm getting hot just thinking about it. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to buy that AMC. I talk about it a lot. I just am waiting until I'm actually going to go to the movies. It's the same price. All right, do it. You've been talking about it. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. <laughs> Cold open. Dawson and Jen are hanging out. Hanging out in D-Town, B-Town. Yeah. Um, yeah. nothing to say to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cute. They're just like dissecting. Well, Dawson has like res- reservations about doing therapy. It's a very early 2000s vibe when therapy was still very stigmatized as being something that only weak people did, or, you know, you lay on a couch and whatever. So they're talking through it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, he says he likes college Jen. He feels like he's in a French movie when he talks to her. I don't know what that means, but if it's a compliment, I agree. I don't know what it means, but I also agree with it. Yeah. This is also where we find out that Jen is doing a radio show. Did we know that ahead of time? I had the exact same question. Because I also did a radio show in college. So in that moment, I was like, am I as cool as Jen? Or was I as cool as Jen Lindley? The answer is never, but Uh, I like to think so. Excuse me. You often make me feel like I'm in a French movie. Oh, oui, oui. Yeah, you just dip in and out of French. You're always talking about croissants. <laughs> I'm always talking about croissants. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Emily in Paris sure. right here in Jersey. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> uh, uh, act one. Uh, Audrey's back. Like, they're in the dorm. Audrey comes into the dorm. She's all lamenting about the guy that just um, let her borrow his digital video camera. yeah it's so nostalgic um it made me think of they're in the pilot of chuck uh one of the like first moments that you meet chuck and like watch him save the cat is he works obviously at a buy more like a best buy store and a dad comes in and is like i know that i filmed my daughter's recital like ballet recital and it didn't film and he opens up the camera and there's no tape inside he's like well there's no tape the dad's like was digital it's like yeah you need a digital tape it's so sad what a time what a time i miss it i had so many of those tapes all full of shit yeah it was mostly me doing impressions of celine dion oh let me hear some again very french yeah oui oui (laughs) well she was she was she's french canadian but counts similar counts do you want to do an impression here uh, not right. Not at the moment. I'll work up to it. Okay. Text me your impression. <laughs> okay. I like the idea that the impression is just over text. There's no like visual or audio medium to it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be good. Um, anyway, so uh, Audrey's like all annoyed about this guy that let her borrow the video camera and wants to know why the film nerd that is obsessed with Joey looks like Tom Cruise and her guy looks like um, a nerd. So is that implying that she's talking about Dawson? Yeah. Okay, he does not look like Tom Cruise. You know what? I'm going to say something. Hear me out. I think his haircut's working on me. He looks better than Tom Cruise. I don't think Tom Cruise is like a babe. I don't find him remotely attractive. Yeah. I think James Vanderbeek is better looking. Yeah, I would double I would give James Vanderbeek a double look at you know out on the sidewalk, but not Tom Cruise. I would give James Vanderbeek a double. A... Go ahead. 
a double what? <laughs> Look, because he's got so oh. many kids. That's what I was starting to say. I didn't want to cut you off, though. <laughs> I would look and be like, holy think, shit, that's a lot of kids. I think Tom Cruise is a very generational, like how a lot of women over the age of 55 or 60 just like freaking drop their panties for Tom Selleck. Mm. I think a lot of women like aged 45 to 60 maybe are the same way about Tom Cruise because that was the era when he was popular. Yeah, yeah. Although Selleck's got that mustache. That stash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more of a Ted Danson if we're going that era. More of a Bruce Springsteen gal myself. Yeah, we know. We're, we get it. You're from the tri-state area. <laughs> It's a stereotype that I will 100% agree to. I love it. Um, so there, Audrey's borrowed this digital video camera because she is auditioning for the real world Ibiza. Audrey would totally work on the real world. Yeah. God, do you ever uh, want to be on the real world? No, but I watched it. I did. Did you want to be on it? Yeah, the Seattle season really made me be like, I could do this. Wow. It was the best Maybe season. The logical voice of reason. Yeah, I would. I would never get camera time. <laughs> It'd be way too boring. Yeah. I'd In be like that one way, girl. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be the only healthy one. I'd be like that one girl. I don't remember what season it was, but she was always on her boyfriend from um, Washington. Some it was like a silly sound, silly sounding town in Washington. They were always on the phone together, so she never got any airtime. Walla Walla, Washington. Well, it's a very silly sounding town. That is a silly sounding town. Yeah. It's so silly. Anyway, so here's the first ick. Uh, so Joey is getting ready for that English English project that she's been working on with Ken Marino, um, Professor Wilder. And Audrey's like, "Do you got to you got to get ready to go to your thing tonight?" And Joey's like, "I am. Like, I have pages all over the place. I'm doing the work." And Audrey's like, "No, you got to go go doll yourself up for your." Yeah. Sex pop professor <laughs> Ken Marino. So weird. But like, <laughs> it's less weird that the students are talking about a professor in this way because it's like, sure, everyone talks mm-hmm. about a hot professor like that. It's weirder when Professor Wilder is so clearly grooming her later on in the episode. Yes. And we'll we're going to talk there. about it when we get there because I have other, I, I'm going to posit thoughts. I really don't remember where this storyline goes. I vaguely remember it, but some of the stuff I'm going to bring up, I genuinely don't remember. Like the grooming, I genuinely don't remember where it goes. So. Mm, okay. Well, that's good. It might that's accidentally a be a spoiler, but only because it, not on purpose. <laughs> and also, ugh, bummer to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in the restaurant, Pacey and Danny are getting ready for a fancy, fancy dinner that's like, for people that are paying money to keep the restaurant open. And uh, Pacey's distracted because Karen is there also. And he's distracted because they're having an affair. So, Yeah, and now he knows. Yeah. But they don't know that he knows. It's such a hard puzzle to put together. They don't know he knows. They know he knows. Um, we also learned that Danny is not the original chef that opened the restaurant. He is the second chef and he got promoted after the first guy's Coke addiction was too much, which is a very, not a fun fact, but a, an interesting coincidence is how I got promoted in retail. It's my first store manager position. Because the person before you did too much cocaine. 
Yes, an employee walked in on him doing a line of cocaine off of his boyfriend's action. Cocaine? Yeah. Wow, Sex stuff. that is yeah. scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And then I, I was like, that I'll shit. be the manager of this Hollywood video. Well, no, then like a couple <laughs> <laughs> This is how it happens. No, then like two weeks later, he went to Vegas for a night and then was gone for like three days. You're like, this isn't working. I, I think someone else needs to mm. step up. And I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> I went to film what school. What an appropriate parlay into your career in Hollywood. Because mm-hmm. guess what? I shut that store down. Then I shut a couple more down. Then I went over to Blockbuster, shut all those down. Then I went to Sports Authority, shut that shit down. Got a job. First day at work, that show shut down. Got a job on another show. Guess what? That was the last season of that show. You guys are frankly fucking luckily that lucky that uh, Hardy Dixie by the time I came around didn't get canceled when I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a canceler, baby. I'm the closer in his therapist's office. <laughs> um, Dawson's in therapy. That's what's Good. happening. <laughs> yeah, he should be. He should be. Um, he and it's like a good therapy session too because he um, talks about. He says like he's there to talk about Mitch, but he also it gets brought up that his panic attacks might have something to do with Mitch. Also, yes, of course, but also that he like has changed his life completely and doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. And he's just like a lost little pup. Good there. Yeah, that's fine. He's only 18 years old. Yeah. I've felt like a lost little pup so many times since I've been 18 and I am in my extremely late 20s. You're still 18 in my heart. I feel 18 sometimes in my <laughs> maturity. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I don't feel 18 in my, uh, like this morning I, I stayed out my aching joints. I had to wear a knee brace and an ankle brace yesterday just to walk around Disneyland. So I don't feel 18. <laughs> I feel 118. But you were walking around Disneyland, so. Yeah. So it's not great either way. It balances Double out. Double fisting beers in Disneyland. Uh-huh. um the therapist wonders if dawson was expecting her to be robin williams in goodwill hunting or judd hirsch in like a big sweater and uh i just i just love those two men so that'd be nice is judd hirsch the guy from the santa claus oh no that's That's tim um... allen (laughs) (laughs) that's martin short that's santa claus three and that one lifts right out (laughs) it's fucking awesome Oh, no, I know who you're saying no, but he would also be really good. And he is a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and he wears sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> it all tracks. It all fits right in. Yeah. Are you looking up Judd Hirsch? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will. You'll Judd. see him and be like, oh. Oh, yes, this man. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He was on a uh, taxi. Wings? Taxi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, how great was Wings, though? <laughs> I'm going to watch that after I watch Trophy Wife. Great. But before Stay I watch The, the update, Whale. <laughs> okay, got it. We'll do a very special episode. <laughs> um, in her uh, study group for nerds. I'm mad because I wasn't picked for this group. Oh man, this is, if I had really gone to a real college, I would have been in all these fucking groups. 
Really? They're so pretentious. No, they're so nerdy. I don't want to be in the pretentious part of it, but I just want to be like, I don't know. What is this? I wrote a whole book that nobody wants to buy about a misplaced comma. Like, I would absolutely be in these because it's for fucking losers. And Joey Potter, who's not a loser. Who's not a loser. She's She's the underdog. Yeah. Oh. Underdog. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I just picture Joey like in another realm being like, I'm the underdog. (laughs) Throwing up her deuces. I love it so much. Um, so there, um, this study group is wondering over this study group is pretentious. I just like the idea of like, I don't know, like a cozy, I don't want to be at the professor's house, but like a cozy library fires going. It's like Harry Potter style library fires going. And you're just like reading over old books and they smell good. That's what I want. Oh God. Old books smell so good. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this study group is wondering over the sexuality of Rose Lazar, which is the writer whose archives are going through. Rose Lazar is a made up writer, but I think she's supposed to be like, um, like Dickens esque, like one of the greatest writers. Emily Dickinson. Dickinson's ex esque. Okay. Yes. Dick Dickinson esque. Dickinson esque. <laughs> You said Dickens-esque, which is did, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Charles Dickens. No, I know, but that's not what it is. No, it's not. I think it's supposed to be like, I think this group is based on, for this era, based on the Apple TV show, Dickinson. Dick- <laughs> Starring Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> so there we go. Um uh, anyway, so they're they're talking about her like they're they're looking at all these letters and trying to figure out who she was writing to and this other girl whose name I don't care about is um, Cassandra. Oh wait, hang on, hold please. No, I'll, no, she wasn't who I was thinking of. But I'll tell you something fun about Cassandra in this show. She is played by Gwendolyn Whiteside. And you know what else she was in? What? A little show called Jack and Jill. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say Trophy Wife, but that's just as... <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, uh, update for all the listeners, Jack and Jill still not available to stream. So um, <clears throat> so they're talking about her. This girl, Cassandra, is like she probably was a lesbian. And she also is a slut. Straight up calls her a slut, which I hate. Yeah, I hate that too. Yeah. No slut shaming on our watch. No. Sex positive. Sex stuff positive. <laughs> Sex stuff positive, yes. Uh-huh. Hashtag. Drop that. Would you say TM? I said that hashtag will be trending on Twitter. Ideally. Immediately. So they're talking. Um, it's kind of all going over Joey's head. They're, this is so annoying to me. This feels very lazy. Sorry to the writer, but feels very lazy. Because they're trying to figure out, like, who'd she write these letters to? What are these letters about? And then Joey's like, hey, I have a question. This might be kind of stupid, but, like, um, all the letters are addressed to IV, the letter I, the letter V. And she was like, shouldn't we be wondering who this IV is? And all of a sudden, everyone's like, whoa, that's a really good point. We never thought about who these letters would be addressed to. Mm. Really? <laughs> Isn't that literally what you're doing? 
So they don't realize that addressing a letter and writing a letter to someone are the same. No. So maybe they're not that pretentious. Maybe I don't want to be in this study group for nerds. Yeah, they're just dumb. <laughs> they're from the community college. They're taking this <laughs> class special. This is my first ick in the scene as I wrote, I don't like how close Wilder is sitting to Joey. Yeah. It's such a weird vibe all since we've met him. Yeah. It's not great. Um, back in the restaurant, Karen asks Pacey who he's going to bring to the fancy party. Uh, he specifically talks about Jennifer Morrison's character because she's like, Didn't, weren't you hanging around with like a rocket yes. scientist? <laughs> like a little nod to the fact that we don't see her anymore. Yeah. Um, she's a law student, so that's why she can't come around anymore. Uh, and Obviously. also Mensa. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, can, can read a book. So pretty amazing. <laughs> Not to brag, but... Uh, Karen wants to set him up with her friends but Pacey's like he's just being grumpy and uh, finally he asks her about her boyfriend she's been talking about for months this this boyfriend and she's like my boyfriend can't come because he has to work wink wink you know Um, and then Pacey's like hey does your boyfriend ever take you on like I don't know it's be so crazy boats (laughs) just (laughs) Completely popped into my head, totally random. But boats in the Boston Harbor? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> with pictures of Jennifer Morrison on them? Do you know about that boat? <laughs> and with toiletry bags with PW inscribed on them? <laughs> <laughs> I love that he has his own personal ones. Yeah, you know, he's classy that way. He lives on a boat now. Yeah, it's fancy. Sorry, Ruth is not sure where she wants to go right now. She's very indecisive today. Yeah. Um, so Karen obviously knows Karen didn't know that that was his boat, but now she does. She knows that Pacey knows about the affair and they uh, kind of fight about it. And that's that scene. That's the act. Packed act. Packed act. Packed act. Act two. Gail's back. I want more of Gail. I miss her. I want to check up on her. Yeah. Like, is she doing okay? I don't know. I don't think so. Let's find out. Okay. I don't know if you can see my hands down there, so I put them up here. I could, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I, you know what's a bummer is we should see Gail more in this era, in her grief era, in her widow era. Yeah. Um, I would think about that a lot during This Is Us. After like it's just Rebecca, right after Jack dies, and the teens are older, we barely saw it. I want to see more of that. Yeah, that honest grief being portrayed on television. Yeah. Uh, so Gail asks Dawson how therapy was, and um, they tell she tells him that like eventually he needs to go leave this house. Like <laughs> things need to get back to normal, whatever it's supposed to be. Um, and then it's Will reading time, and it turns out that Mitch just fucking straight up forgot to add Lily to the will. <laughs> Well, okay, listen. Lily yeah. is literally like two seconds old. Yeah. It's not like as soon as she was born, Mitch was like, you know what? Just in case I die in a car wreck, like anytime soon, I better write her in. Yeah. Like, nobody thinks of that shit. No. So that's that's going to be – I really liked this being the tool that they used for Dawson in this episode, this Will thing. mm 
But I do think he's overreacting. He's totally overreacting, but he also gets called out on it. Mm-hmm. And that's his grief talking. That is his grief talking. It's such a small thing. And it's not like it's a great way to let Dawson have this moment and also not have it be a slight on a character. Because mm-hmm. whatever, like. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Gail's alive. She'll figure they're going to take care of it. It's like a nothing. Noth- it's nothing. But it's a great uh, tool. Uh, and then around campus. Another gross scene. Um, Wilder and Joey are talking about the Rose letters. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts by him wondering if she was writing to a professor. Mm-hmm. It's a little too, like, lateral yeah. or paralleled. Yeah. Uh, so hated that. <laughs> and Yeah, and then I hated that he was like, or one of them brought up that she could be writing to a teenage lover. Like, I don't want the conversation of lovers versus friends versus whatever to be in their purview at all. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I strongly that's where it starts going south for me, where he's like, well, I think people can be friends and lovers. And she was like, I don't know. But, like, that's not a conversation you should be having with your professor in the first place. No. Especially when he's not a straight-up walking Abercrombie model, you know? (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) Sorry. I feel bad, but like, whatever. Ken yeah, Reno, I do love Ken Reno, but not, yeah, I would not, I would not cast him as a making my loins quiver professor. <laughs> Danny DeVito, on the other hand. <laughs> she has a type. New Jersey's own. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, well, well, well. So you're welcome, world. <laughs> New Jersey has given us Bruce Springsteen. Frank Sinatra, Whitney Houston, Danny DeVito, baseball. Like, what else do you want? Rook Coffee. Rook Coffee. Ashley Dillon Zazzarino. That's all. I, that's, I'll tell you, there's only one thing on that list I give one single fuck about. <laughs> For Springsteen, same. Root, co- root coffee, root coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, like yeah, that yeah. joke. I don't oh, like that joke. Obviously, it's just you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, a Wilder helps her on her search by wondering if, because Joey thinks she wrote to, friend, to a friend, and Wilder's like, she went to school here at Worthington Originals College. Why don't you uh, <laughs> see... Does she have any friends? Do you think they would go? Like, he really puts the pieces together for her. Yeah. Which I'm going to come back to. Because normally, if he was not supposed to be, if he wasn't giving this, like, vibe, that would just be a normal thing. Be like, yeah, of course, you're all kind of on the hunt for this. You're supposed to be a mentor. Of course, you're going to kind of help lead your student along the way. But I did clock it as weird and curious to see if we come back to this. Yes. Is this the scene where he calls her an underdog, too? No, Joey's always calling herself that. Yeah, but it, there's a scene where the professor... Yeah, this is oh, it. I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I was Fine, calling debunked. back to your joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like when... I think it's a backhanded compliment when people get referred to as the underdog. Yeah. 
I don't know what you're futzing with right now, but it makes you look even more adorable. It makes you look My like foot. you really believe it. <laughs> My foot. Oh, why? My ankle is on my knee, kind of like the yogis do it. Oh, yeah. Stretching. Nice. Good for you. I've never once stretched. Never? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Could never be me. Um, (laughs) uh, So that's that scene. It's gross. I hate it. That's all I got for it. I hate it, too. Um, If you hate it, I hate it. If you if if you hate it, I hate it. If you hate it, I hate it. <laughs> Nobody enjoys us, right? No. God, no. <laughs> My dog's not even staying in the room for this. That's <laughs> just, just like Jesus Christ. Back at the Leary house of I think just chill out for a little bit. Dawson's on a manic hunt for the note from Mitch about um, Lily. I feel like he he should have been a little more manic in this scene. Yeah, at least like go for it, go big or go home with this grief anxiety. Yeah, because Gail comes downstairs. It's obviously it it seems like it's supposed to be late at night. Gail comes downstairs and it's like you got to stop looking for it because one, you're kind of scaring me a little bit, and I feel like that that line doesn't mean anything if he's not kind of manic about it mm-hmm. um and then also she's like oh also fuck i forgot to so sorry i forgot to tell you i did find it actually <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i did find it it was in the cucumbers <laughs> just kidding it was in some book it was in a stephen king Which novel is, this is another weird place for it you know, you use it as a bookmark. I'll get to this eventually. <laughs> Spill some coffee on it. Whatever. You're like, oh, yeah, I got to write my daughter into my will. <laughs> ah, fuck him. <laughs> eh, I'm not going to die anytime soon. It's fine. What's she going to get? 30% of the fucking um, Scuba Steve's restaurant? How dare you? It's a thriving restaurant. It is. I apologize. Well, not the, not the Leary's House of Fresh Fish. That first one. Season one. Where all the servers are going to wear fucking scuba gear. I'm so glad that he's evolved. He evolved from that. Well, he's dead. Dead now. Yeah, so. (laughs) You didn't even like saying it. I hated it. (laughs) I hated it. (laughs) Um, Like not alive. (laughs) Not, Not alive stuff. Yeah. Um, so she, Gail found it and um, as predicted it's not signed Gulp. Gail's like that's ah, fine I knew it would be <laughs> whatever <laughs> All right. know, I'll just like scribble something on there it'll be fine <laughs> uh, at school Joey's going through the library and runs into that girl Cassandra who was in the show Jack and Jill for one episode um, and <laughs> this is what I thought was weird so the girl is going through a yearbook which, first of all, do they have yearbooks in real colleges? Um, I think there was a yearbook. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Okay. Um, but now this girl is looking at that same friend angle that Joey is looking at. And like wondering if uh-huh. she was writing to a friend and wondering if that friend went to school. And prior to this, this girl was the one that was like, her? She's a lesbian. But now she's all about this friend angle, which is the same angle that Wilder led her on to. 
So do you think he's double dipping? I feel like he's underdogs. Yeah. I feel like he's mm-hmm. listen, as we all know, if they're grooming one, Joey's not the only Shot student up. he's yeah. grooming. Well, yeah, he's got to play the law of averages. Yeah. So that was something I thought about. And She's so like, petty, too. She was like, wow, what a cool idea that you had that I also had. E- e- we Equally, right? We, we both had it. So good for us, I guess. We're so smart, both of us. So smart. <laughs> both of us together are victims, but yay, <laughs> smartness. <laughs> Um, and that's it. Uh, what did I say? Oh, and then the scene ends with the girls or with Cassandra saying like, it doesn't matter that they're both looking into the same thing because this whole Rose group, which is literally uncovering the letters of what is supposed to be one of the greatest writers of all time. And if you're, this could like make careers. The whole point of being in this group is to just hang out with like sex God Ken Marino. Mm. She, she says, she's like, she's like, anyway. to be run while there. Not learn anything. I don't like it. Uh, out on the docks, Pacey is headed back to his boat, and Karen's there to apologize, and uh, that's it. Even a little moment. Out on the dock. It is nice. Yeah, I like this scene. Yeah. Not really anything going into it. So we'll go to Act 3. Breaking news at Act 3. Dawson and Jen are at the Sugar Shack. They're drinking tea. Those mugs, my mom still has those exact same mugs. Wow. Yeah. They're like yellow, a little blue on them. They stain very easily from tea. <laughs> mm. And chip easily yeah, as well. would have those. She would, oh, yeah. Sure. They're very p- pure one. <laughs> we still have them (laughs) nice Uh, never throw those out well no now that i know they're in dawson's creek they would go for a lot of money on ebay yeah oh you know what if you want them i'll take them from my mom i'll sell them she's gonna get start getting rid of stuff anyway so i'll sell them i don't care oh okay (laughs) but i don't want to buy them no not you i'm saying like people that are fans of us Oh, copy. Yes, it'll be official Dawson's Darlings merchandise. Limited yeah. time only. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my mom, it's a kind of a big brag, but my mom has the same mugs that Gramps has. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> She's always um, bragging about this. So I, it's, it's how we met. That's what I introduced myself as. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dawson tells Jen that he is going to continue to go to therapy, which is good. And then mentions this thing about um, Mitch forgetting to add Lily to the will. And Jen says that she thinks that he is hanging on to the wrong thing because it was an accident. Um, but it's uh, but it's annoying. Like he it, it sucks. Like he didn't sign this thing and he should have signed this thing. It's super annoying. You can get mad at him. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Anger is one of the stages of grief. And it's not linear. Just go all around. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the dorms, Audrey is showing Joey her real world audition, which includes some very vulner- vulnerable footage of uh, Audrey talking about her mom. 
And Joey just has to sit there and watch it. Be like, ooh. Yeah, she's like, watch this audition tape. And Joey's like, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, but it does, it clicks something in Joey's little noggin. So she bolts out of there. Audrey's like, this is my first, like, most core trauma. But you're going to run? <laughs> All right, cool. Cool, thanks, though. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, and then at the restaurant... The restaurant's name is Civil Civilization. So you need to come oh. up with a better name. I hate it. So come up with something better. Okay. That fixes something later that I had a note about, but I guess I didn't pick up on the civilization thing. Is it when um, Karen says he felt like civilization would come to an end? That's yeah. where I got this from. I was like, it must be called civilization because oh. otherwise – Weird time to use that word. Also, like, dramatic much. Well, if I'm not places, civilization will come to it. But Davey is no you. What's his name? Danny? Danny. Danny is no Ken Moffat. (laughs) If only wishing made it so. I assume. I don't know. We both look really good in a hat. We're both hat guys, so... True. True, 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 true. (laughs) Yesterday, I was a beanie guy. I like beanies. Sometimes I think I look good in beanies, and then sometimes I'm just like, oh, Ashley. I just, I won't hear that. I won't hear it. You look good in everything. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) But keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So come up with a better name for civilization is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, So it's, it's the night of this big party. Danny's in a tux. Karen looks very nice in her dress. Um, Danny's wife is not there yet. Karen and Danny are being so fucking obvious for this like secret relationship that they've kept under wraps for as long as they have, which I think is like years. All of a sudden now they're like fucking slow dancing in the middle of the kitchen and talking all close to each other. It's very risky. Yeah. Like they're doing this very out loud. Yeah. And also, I've never worked at a restaurant, but you have. You know, like, I imagine everybody at the restaurant knows. Yeah. It's, like, as gossipy as you would think. Yeah. So they're all doing their thing. And then um, Danny's wife shows up and Pacey's like, hey, uh, hey, 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 hey. (laughs) (laughs) I have to give Pacey. He's, like, being a very good wingman about not wingman but like yeah. he's being a good friend overall to everyone he's like i'm just trying to keep the peace emily's here what's up you guys need to stop separate yeah stop stop fucking on the <laughs> middle of the dance floor <laughs> yeah he's trying he's a good guy he's a good guy pacey yeah he's a good guy pacey we oh. like him way better than sad boy pacey oh much better than sad boy pacey uh, back in therapy, Dawson's talking about the will again, and he says he's mad at his dad for not signing the paper. And um, then they talk about the fight that Dawson and Mitch had before he died. And his therapist said, "That's fine. It's fine. You had this fight. You do, you know, whatever. But like, it is time now to decide what you want to do with your life. Not forever, but like, what do you want to do right now? Because you can't just do nothing. Yeah, figure it out. You know." I do like this therapist a lot, like as a therapist, but the actor is delivering all of her lines, like in a very overly sexualized way to me. 
Yeah, I had the exact same thought. Right? Instead of just being like very objective where, you know, you have to figure out what you want to do with your life. She's like, you have to figure out what you want to do now. Dawson. Perhaps you would like like to. Lay down on my couch and think about it some more. Oh, you know who it is? Who? It's, um... Polly Perrette. She play she's been in like you know who she is. You'll see her and be like, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah." Um she has been in like almost every single episode or maybe every single episode of NCIS, a show that I've never seen, but she like you know her. She's the thing is that in this episode she has bleach blonde. That shit needs to be shaved completely so it can grow back healthy hair. Um but in NCIS she has um dark black hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she's got a gear that's better than this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, she also does, I notice that every time she's like, I'm going to say something profound, she takes off her glasses. Well, she can't see straight and also say something profound at the same time. Is that why you don't only, wear glasses? Only Kim Moffat can do that. Oh. Cool. <laughs> what do I they gotta, think? They're all clapping because they know I'm right. All of them? Mm-hmm. Are they fans? Of yours? Yeah. Oh, my God. I make them sign a, a waiver when they come in. What's the waiver? <laughs> it's like I must be a fan of Kim's and I must think that she's funny because she relies on humor to recharge her social and mental battery. Yeah. It's healing what's broken. <laughs> we're doing what we can. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say it's healing, but I would say it's trying. Sure. So that's it. Uh, back at the restaurant, um, which is currently called civilization tells as changes the name. Pacey has changed himself into a little tie. He's done in the kitchen. He's out there in a tie. He looks cute. Yeah. He, in this scene talks about how, when he, wanted when he was um a kid he wanted to grow up and be indiana jones which is so funny because that's what i said he's like giving the vibes of since he got that haircut oh yeah i like it i like that for him i like it too uh karen and pacey dance and karen's like guess what i'm going to go talk to danny right now because danny's here with his wife and they're kissing how dare they yeah yeah. Not gonna happen with me here. <laughs> not on my watch. Pacey's like, hey, uh, have you considered not? <laughs> Do you want to just pretend you're someone else right now for like a real quick minute? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then back at the Rose group, the Cassandra from the library thinks that Rose was writing to another writer. That's who her friend was. It was another writer. And Joey's like, technically. technically you're right what's that go ahead (laughs) cassandra you dumb idiot (laughs) uh she's like yeah i think she was writing to another writer herself everyone's like whoa everyone's like mind blown even professor wilder's like i think everyone in here is thinking why didn't i think of that (laughs) you think and everyone's like, shut the fuck up, professor. Take your Don't shirt come- off. <laughs> Take your shirt off and shut up. <laughs> Speak for me. <laughs> yeah, that's the act. That's 
that's uh that's that's the act that's what we're out on for that act yeah is wilder's sweet line yeah and joey's like i did it (laughs) (laughs) i found the self-confidence to voice my opinions (laughs) get out of here intern (laughs) um act four still at the house now just joey and wilder are cleaning up dangerous so now it's just the two of them I don't like that. Dangerous. Um, Wilder tells her that most people, this is the only thing that I'll ever give Wilder, and I don't even think it came from him. I think he accidented upon a good thought, which is that most people in college are so insecure that they rush through the learning parts that they can catch up with everyone else. But if you're comfortable in not knowing things, you can learn anything. Okay. I like that concept. I'm here for it. Yes, 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 yes. I do it's not kind of like accepting your weaknesses. Yeah. Um, what do you think my weaknesses are? You have none. Okay, thank you. And that's can I hey everyone, listen, everyone, Maddie, listen up. <laughs> that's that's called codependent friendship. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> my therapist thinks it's unrealistic, but that's fine. Well, you could put your therapist on a phone call with me any day. Oh, I think you would really like her. Should I start texting your therapist? Uh, yeah, I think you should start having sessions with her. <laughs> I think so, probably do. <laughs> I just spoke to her last week. I just love her so much. Oh, I love that. She older or younger? She's. I would never speak to a therapist younger than me. Not younger than you. You're very young. I'm saying in general, would you categorize her? If she committed a crime and the police asked you, would you say she's older or younger? Younger. Than you? Could you imagine if I was like, my therapist is like 22. I cannot imagine that. I can't imagine that either. No, no. I'd be like, I think you need a therapist for your therapist. I think a lot of therapists have therapists. I hope they do. They have to. I was thinking about this the other day. Therapists like know a lot of people's deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. And they're not allowed to tell anyone. They could tell their therapist. I feel like your therapy session, if you're a therapist, your therapy session is just gossip. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. Um, oh, that's the end of that scene. Uh, at the car, Dawson turns on his radio and we hear a very conveniently timed. Mm. <laughs> it's the worst. I hate. I hate any time someone is like, "Turn on the TV," and then you turn on the TV, and it's the exact part of the newscast that you need to see. Yeah. Well, it's a TV show. Yeah. Anyway, so she he turns <laughs> it on. I don't care. I don't care. Turns it on. Very conveniently timed dedication from Jen on her radio show that we all listened to. We all knew about before this episode. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Uh, I feel like they meant to do this as, because remember there was that scene with Charlie and she gets onto the radio. Yeah. I feel like they forgot to, that they wanted to do the storyline. They forgot to put it in there. Yeah. Either that or they had a storyline, but it got cut or they filmed the scene and it got cut for time or something. Probably president Biden breaking news. President Biden is going to end COVID-19 emergency declarations on May 11th, nearly three years. After they were first declared. So what does that mean? Uh, like it's just know. over forever now. You'll find out tomorrow morning. Because I'll tell you what. I will. I'll tell you what. Uh, I flew on an airplane. 
recently. Yeah, you did. And I wore a mask in the airport, on the plane, on the flight and all that. And uh, I have to tell you, I was one of the only people who did. (laughs) Yeah. And I was alarmed at that, but not surprised. Yeah. I've flown quite a few times now at this point. Yeah. No one wears masks anymore. But I will say that I appreciate that, like, also nobody's giving me shit about wearing a mask. True. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were in their heads, but they don't know me. They don't know. I did yesterday at Disneyland. There was like a, um, someone was wearing a mask and I was like, but you're outside and it's real. Like nobody's here today. You're not around anybody. You don't, Mm. but whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, they could be super immunocompromised or they could even be feeling sick themselves and are just being super responsible. Yeah. Yeah. But on an airplane at this point, I would never not wear one. Not even for COVID, just in general. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just don't the only know. Time, the only time I didn't was when I was coming back from Mexico. You had to provide a negative test in order to even fly on the plane last year. Okay. So I was like, well, you can't get on the plane if you have COVID anyway. So yeah, I feel, I feel fine about it, you know? Yeah. And I feel... I, I, also, also an update, I don't have COVID because the last episode I was making a lot of jokes about having COVID, but I was sitting next to somebody for hours. I was sitting like a foot away from them for hours indoors and she had it and mm. I didn't get it. So, I mean, I get it. I've had it before. Like, I believe it's real, but I also think, you know, the boost boosters are working. Yeah. I know you're anti-vax, but the boosters do work. Don't spread that lie. You're not. On you're this not. Podcast. You're not. There's thousands and thousands of listeners on this podcast. Kudos on the pronunciation, by the way. Anyway, uh, oh, the Dawson thing. So it's Jen's radio show. She dedicates a song to him, and then we get a flashback, a uh, season two flashback of Dawson and Jen skinny dipping. Okay, it was an interesting choice for like a heartfelt flashback, but I, I see what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then as Audrey and Joey go to sleep in the dorms, they talk about the rose letters again and how Wilder obviously thinks Joey is great. And Audrey's like, but he's so dreamy. Don't you care that he's so impressed by you? Joey says no. And then we get a shot of her looking all dreamy eyed. Like a little Disney princess. Like, ooh, maybe he does like me. Like, Joey, don't go there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I also hated it because the scene ends with the camera going out through the window of love. <laughs> the glass, wait, what is it called? Like this, it, it looks really fancy. Stained glass. Stained glass. Stained glass window of love. Um, do you know how they make some of those stained glass windows for TV shows? Yeah, they stain the glass. Um, and then they hire a man or a woman. Oh, yeah. Or, thank a, you. or a human to install it. I love your explanation because it makes it seem like men are not humans and I have no notes. <laughs> um, person is a person, Kim. Yeah. How um, do they do that? Huh? How do they do it? But to be. So, you are not wrong. That is sometimes how it works. Also sometimes how it works because it's so expensive to have stained glass and you don't... If it's a set... Like this set probably is actually stained glass windows but if it's something like at warner brothers where it's exteriors that like one shows like 
Gilmore Girls is going to be on and then Fuller House is going to be on and then The Mentalist, like all, all these shows filmed at the same time, apparently. Well, Gilmore and Fuller did. But like all these different shows that are going to want to rent out those like sets that can be turned around, they might not always want stained glass windows. So they will, um, for that like thick metal part of the window mm. in the middle of it for the design, uh, oftentimes or sometimes that's duct tape. Oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. Nothing's real, y'all. Nothing's real. Uh, At Karen's place, Karen's apartment, which speaking of nothing real, this is a excellent redressing of Doug's apartment set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pace is outside with food to help cheer Karen up. And they talk about, again, about Karen being upset about Danny dancing and kissing with his wife. Karen's like, I got to end things. And um, Pace is like, great. And Karen's like, what am I supposed to do? Just date you? And Pacey's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, but you should be so lucky. Like, Yeah. Don't Jeez, say it like Karen. that. I know. You should be so lucky. He owns a boat, apparently. Yeah. Which you've been on. Yeah. So, And he looks like fucking Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones. Yes. And suddenly he's like a world-renowned chef. Yeah. He knows about truffles. Yeah, he makes good good mushroom aioli. Yeah. Or something, I don't know. Uh, so as they're about to sit down and eat the food that Pacey brought, the phone rings, and after just one ring, it immediately goes to voicemail. <laughs> Answering machine. Answering machine. Thank you. And uh, it's Danny leaving a message saying like, oh, I'm so sad you left, but I can't blame I you. you. Life is complicated. I love every uh, the small and large parts of you. Like, what is that? Get out of here. Oh, there are large parts of me? Oh, there are small parts of me? Yeah. <laughs> Pacey's like, I'm going to go. This is not for me. Yeah, thank she you. walks over to the phone and he's like, tisk, tisk, girl. Know your worth. Know your worth. Yeah. Uh, and then back in the Leary House of Therapy Works, um, Gail is reading by the fire. What a fucking delight. Ugh, she's so sweet. Ugh. Um, and she hands Dawson a letter because Dawson won a film festival in New Hampshire. He's like, I didn't do that. <laughs> but Mitch did. Oh, uh, uh, uh. do you need a minute? No. Okay. I'm uh, strong. I don't cry. <laughs> Good. Me neither. <laughs> um, yeah. Mitch forgot to put Lily in the will, but did enter Dawson into a film festival. So we know which one is the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dawson Art also had 18 years on Lily, so. So suck it, Lily. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on that, Dawson says that he's not going back to USC, which Gail's like, that's fine. She knows that he oh. has his reasons for leaving, even if they don't agree. Mitch also knew Dawson would have won him over, would have won him over eventually. Like, you got to do something with your life, Dawson, but it's fine. He just believed in you so much. <laughs> Do you have a Gale impression? No. Yeah. It's not the time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we're out on this episode of just a really nice scene of remembering Mitch. Yeah. Including the fact that he never bought socks. He just borrowed Dawson's. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Oh, next week, season five, episode eight, Hotel New Hampshire. Oh. Hey, what's that? 
oh my god like what (laughs) (laughs) sorry to interrupt um if anybody ever had any questions for you about all things tri-state area including but not limited to transportation prices Mm. where can they find you listen i can tell you all those things because i drive into the city a lot and uh, these things are getting written off on my taxes. But wait, uh, can't, can't you buy like... On Instagram. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Ashley's ads on Instagram. Can't you buy like I'm going through the tunnel this month? Pass.com. Uh, no, that's not how it works. It's uh, just easy pass and you pay every time you go. That's You don't get like a discounted insane. price. That's insane. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plus the mental toll of the traffic. So I, let me tell you something. Being retired has changed <laughs> the game for me completely because the traffic alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it genuinely like I, I think if you don't live in a place where you're ever like you have to sit in traffic to go to work, if that's not a part of your everyday you don't perhaps realize that it is fucking misery. Insane. Yeah. 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 It's awful. That's why you need funny podcasts like this one. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. You throw it. <laughs> and your enemies. And Kim. <laughs> yeah. If anyone wanted to talk to you about the hierarchy of Hollywood video management? Oh my God. Um, okay. Find you. Sure. You start as a temp employee. No, you don't have to explain oh, it now. Right. Slide into if those anyone DMs. wants to know. Yeah. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> Let me know. If you want to hear about it, slide into those DMs with a um a peach because you could um rent a league of their own. At Hollywood Video. Oh, sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. Talking ticks. Your talking ticks lately have been so on point. I've been tap-tapping all of them. Yeah, you do. Thank you. I'm trying. Well, I am that kind of friend, you know? Ilson, you can make all the fucking jokes you want, but you are. I, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> And so ha- show has no social media needs, so I will see you. I'll talk to you in five minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, so I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately, so my Kramer's coming out. Um, that's untrue. We do have mm-hmm. social meds nids. We're at Dawson's Darlings on Instagram. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. I'll have to give excellent. it a shot. Oh, yeah, try it out. It's new. I don't know if it'll last, but eh. we'll see. I'm really into Twitter these days, so we'll see if Instagram is going to stick around. <laughs> Twitter oh. seems like the one that has longevity. Mm, it's got legs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't really have anything to end us on. Give me, like, the best show ending. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. That was, I okay. That was uh, the DJ from Bayside High High School's radio station. I loved it so much. All right, yeah. well, that's it. No way to top it. <laughs>